0: All right, so we're good to go, right? We are good all to right. go. Pre-show, uh, pre-show, cheers here with our half cheers. water and half Kentucky straight single malt. Cheers. All right, let's do this. Hello, internet. Thank you for joining the show. My name is Darren. That is AJ, and this is the DNA Sports Recap. So, first of all, AJ, let's go ahead and talk about um, you know the big game, right? You big know, game, man. It's been, um, what, a couple days, a couple since, days. The games, since the Super Bowl. So um, there's a lot of stories that came out, a lot of storylines that come out about it. But first, let's go ahead and talk about the actual game and kind of just give our thoughts, our takeaway on
1: it. Well, I mean, first of all, it was a fantastic football game. It was. I mean, it was back and forth. We came into that. I mean, the first quarter started, dude, and I really thought this game was just going to be an offensive slugfest.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You
1: know, I mean, we came out, both teams score on their opening possessions.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I talked to my old man after the game, and he put it to it summed it up perfectly. It was the best player in the league versus the best team in the league, and ultimately the best player in the league won the game. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, you know, he, he came out, he did all kinds of Patrick Mahomesy things. They both had the same
0: game plan of coming out, guns blazing, get as many points on the board as possible. But they had two completely different ways of going about it. You had the Phillies going on fourth down and you had the Chiefs Opting to kick a field goal versus trying to push it.
1: And man, some of those fourth down plays were just fantastic. I yeah. Mean, Jalen Hurts looked just unstoppable oh, on yeah. fourth and one, fourth and two. Yeah. They just get that offensive line not push was yeah. just great, dude. He just they just kept pushing, pushing two yards every time they needed it. It was fantastic.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. There was no stopping. It was fourth and two, fourth and three. They're like, they got this.
1: Yeah. Well, it's first. Yeah. It's going. You know? Let's go. That's almost automatic it was really entertaining for sure yeah
0: it, it felt like in the, one of the drive plays where they the quarterback sneak where they they pushed the line through and they realized they were about two yards short and so there was an where the the lineman just kind of not the lineman but um
1: it was like the running back the running back <laughs> just came, came and, and just pushed. pushed and pushed it like oh we're still two
0: yards short here we go yeah, we got this i guess i'll get it help you know it was insane i just yeah. thought they had that whatever they wanted
1: yeah you know but yeah,
0: definitely in the first half. Um, anything else on the first half that you had there? No, I
1: mean, yeah, that second quarter, dude. The I mean the Eagles came out. He has that long pass to AJ Brown in the end zone. Fundamental pass. I mean, the pass was absolutely on the money. The defense wasn't terrible. No. I mean, AJ Brown got him a little bit spun around, mm-hmm. but I mean the pass was just perfectly thrown. Yeah, Jalen um,
0: Hurst definitely had that whole I just I just be I just think my guy's better than your guy. Yeah. And he's gonna get it.
1: Yeah, he didn't yeah. care
0: about traffic. He just threw it to where he knew that his player can get to it, and, and just expected. And if,
1: and if your defense isn't perfect, then it, I have I have bets on my guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is
0: which is phenomenal, <laughs> which is great. You want that in a quarterback, yeah. but yeah, you're right. I mean, it just kind of see that touchdown throw. I'm just like, what is he doing? Like, I saw that ball come out. I'm like, there's no way he's gonna. The,
1: like, why would you even make that pass, Jalen? Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah, <laughs> but really, I mean, Eagles. You know, they come out after that play. They get a solid stop, mm-hmm. you know, and then Jalen Hurts gets the football back. And uh, what does he do with it? He fumbles it for a scoop and score.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, can you imagine going into halftime being up, you know, being up to two?
1: I mean, that was really the question. Is, is that is that the play that turns the whole momentum of this game? Oh, see, that's why I was going to
0: You know, that's definitely a big piece of that uh, that I was actually going to ask you about that, which uh, is the, the play that cost the game. Was it the holding call at the end of the game? Or was it that fumble?
1: I I think the holding call was just too late. Yeah, I I just think at that point there there had been too much stuff that had happened, you know. But but that play early on in the game, mm-hmm. I think that's the pivotal moment where you get the momentum swing. I mean, that puts the Chiefs up, you know, seven more. They tack on a field goal to end halftime. Yeah, and so that's I, I think that's the play that that swings the momentum, and.
0: Yeah, it's seventeen to that'd be seventeen to seven at that point. So they're up. Well, that's what they were up, seventeen to seven. So yeah, I, honestly, that's a good question. So that would have been the score if they would have gotten that scoring play. Then Kansas City would have got the ball back. You know, so honestly, does that fumble really affect the first half that much?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I mean, really, the Eagles come down and, and they get a, they get a score in, in the next possession in the in the ensuing possession after the right after after yeah. the Chiefs scoop and score. Yeah, and then they tacked the field goal on to go up what 24-14 at halftime.
0: Yeah. So So
1: I, I don't know though, but that 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 one possession, man, I mean, you think that's it's 31-7. It moment,
0: yeah, it was a momentum killer for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I don't know if they'd go to 31-7. It would have been it would have been 4 it would have been 17-7. Maybe if they went, had another chance at another drive, they would have gotten to Twenty one seven maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's really tough to do this whole what if thing. What? You know? So that's probably why most people don't do it. But you know, I'd really have to agree with you. I think that play was really it. Like when I saw that happen, I'm like, oh, there it is. Like there's no recovery is, from is this. Is that yeah? Is that the game
1: changing yeah. moment for sure?
0: You know, and then they put another. They the next play, they get the ball back. You know, they get a stop. They go back. They score again. And then at the end of the end of the half, they get a field goal on it. And I just in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I don't know. You yeah, know? ten I don't, point
1: game at halftime. Do, I don't do, know if that's Do enough. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have enough to bring it back? Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes gets hurt.
0: Oh, he's, yeah. That's he's again, he's yeah. hobbling
1: off the football field. Yep. Is that the moment? I'm. Uh, you know, I, I thought if he's hurt, this game could be over. Down 10, no Patrick Mahomes in the second half. That, there's so the many Chiefs of that going are, on. The Chiefs you know? are done, man.
0: Yeah, it's so much of that. You see the fumble and you're like, ooh, that's, that's too much. I don't know if they're going to yeah. be able to recover that. The Chiefs got this. And then... The then they immediately score and you're like okay you know but still you know the the Chiefs can score at any time and then Patrick Mahomes goes down and he's hobbling off the field right at and you look like he's hurting he you looked what what I mean? he's hurting. like he's hurt you he, could
1: tell he's trying to put all of his weight on on it yep. and and he's wincing in pain and you're yeah you're just hoping that NFL training staff is going to come through and and make sure he's right for the second half yep the extra and long halftime extra
0: long halftime spray that numbing spray on it wrap that. You know, sob and get back out there kind yep. of mentality, which you know he has. So, yeah, a I chance to win a second. I Super feel Bowl. pretty confident
1: he could have probably you know broken his arm in six places and he was coming back out there to win the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he,
1: he was he was coming. He oh, yeah. Coming. There's
0: nothing stopping him from that for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, what up? So, as far as in the in the second half, is there any plays we want to talk about on that? Um, is there anything you really can think of that jumps out?
1: I think I think that opening drive. I think they make a mm-hmm. statement. They come out he just drive the ball right down the field yep and score the ball and it's like okay Mahomes is here he's ready to play. yeah you know, we, we know he's, he's healthy hurt. yeah he, and as long as he's healthy the chiefs have got a chance. I think he's
0: hurt but he's ignoring it I think oh yeah I guarantee you you, you saw in one of those running plays where he took off with the ball you're like
1: mm. you're like what are you doing? <laughs> he
0: doesn't have it you can tell that he doesn't have the legs. Yeah. He,
1: he wasn't he definitely wasn't 100 percent no but but he had enough. Yeah, I mean, he up. came out feeling good enough to go back out there. He had enough to keep going, I, and and they came out and and marched the ball down the field. Yeah. I mean, it was just it, fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it, that's when you kind of knew, like, okay, Patrick Mahomes is fine. This ten point lead's not safe. Yep, you know, it's you know, it definitely set the tone for the rest of the game. Which is why it's kind of a bummer to me, you know, why that holding call at the end is kind of a bummer. We had one of the most. Epic Super Bowls that I can remember in my memory of watching yeah. the game. Yeah, for sure. Where there was just it was fast paced, energetic, every play counted, every play mattered. There was literally no real sacks. I'm air quoting for those who are listening on the podcast. Air quoting, there were no real sacks in this game. You know, for yeah, either one team, push out of bounds or something that qualified yeah, as a sack. technically qualified for a loss, which <laughs> yeah. was a sack. So which was really weird because both of these teams lead led their pers- respective leagues in sacks. So, you know. It was a game that went against statistics but kind of played into it at the same time. Uh, because, you know, they had that the the we mentioned last week that the Eagles had that internal run that they, they really relied on and they didn't mind going for it uh third and long pass because they go yeah, on yeah. the on the fourth.
1: Yeah, if it, if it's if it's fourth and short, they're going. Yeah. I so mean,
0: that, on the third down, they're just like, Okay, we're gonna huck it and see if we can get you know, down the field, because they know they're going to go for it.
1: And especially to catch a defense slipping. I mean, if they fall into a zone coverage, you know, trying to stop any kind of short passes or something like that, I mean, it's easy to get over the top side and yeah. and catch A.J. Brown in the end zone for a touchdown. Which is insane.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, it, was, it was a crazy game to watch, because they had two different ways of going about it, but it both worked for both of them. And honestly, the thing that we can't really do about, it, can't really play the what-if game, because if that holding call wasn't there, they got the ball back where they... And they had a chance, you know, with uh, with the Chiefs up three. Yeah. I definitely would not have counted out the Eagles for being able to drive that sucker all the way back to win the game. Oh, no. With only two minutes oh, left. Oh, no,
1: man. <laughs> like, I,
0: watching Jalen Hurts throw a bomb all the way down the field to someone who looks like they're double covered and somehow comes up with the ball, you know, I, I wouldn't have put it past him. Yeah. So I felt like the we got that. That's why that call for me, yeah, it was the right call. I mean, even, even, um, What's his name? The guy who got called for the holding. What's his name? Uh, even he came out and in the post-game interview and said, yeah. yeah I held him. I, I hoped, held him. I, I hoped he'd let it slide. He beat, he beat me to my spot. I hope the ref wouldn't see it. Yeah. you know, I was hoping I was going to get past it. And honestly, it took three angles for me to really see the hold, really, to being one. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, you could call that either way. But the fact that it did end up that that was what stopped this drive and stopped this epic ending of this. You know, juggernaut of a Super Bowl. Yeah, you
1: just hate to see that, really. Yeah, it yeah, just I mean? kind of took the wind out of it. It yeah. was still a great game. It was a fantastic
0: game. It ended the way I thought it was going to end with the Chiefs yep. coming out the winning. But the Phillies, uh, sorry, the Phillies, the the Eagles did enough to make it very, very exciting.
1: I mean, they did enough to make it a football game.
0: Yeah, they did enough to and you know, I mean, they and, enough and, to
1: win. I mean, they had what nine seconds when they got the ball in the fourth, and I mean, Jalen Hurts, I still don't know what you were doing, man. I hope the ball slipped out of your hand. You, yeah. you you draw you take a five step drop and you look downfield and you take two steps, get into it, and you throw it like thirty yards.
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but at that point, dude, it didn't matter. After that timeout, after that last timeout that any uh, recalled, it was done. So Yeah. I mean, it was it was a fantastic game. I loved the way I loved the whole game. I don't think I've ever been that engaged in an entire Super Bowl game in a very long time. Um, you know, I remember watching um, the I believe it's the Patriots versus the Atlanta Falcons thinking, okay, Atlanta's got this one wrapped up. Unless Tom Brady goes all Tom Brady, this game's over at halftime, right?
1: And he did just that. And then he <laughs> went
0: all Tom Brady. And, and So that was the other one that stood up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I could have slept through the whole first half of that game and not been really that engaged. Right, because
1: the Patriots were getting killed.
0: They were getting smacked. <laughs> like, this is very one side. This is the only Bowl yeah. I can remember where it was just score for score, match for match. You know, they, got, they tried for a field goal here, missed it. They went down the field. And fumbled the ball, got the ball back, then scored a touchdown. Then they kicked a field goal. Like It was very much a match-for-match game, and I thought that was very, very impressive of how it went. And I, I don't know. To put a ball on it, man, I couldn't, say, I couldn't have asked for a better Super Bowl. I just wish we could have been not robbed of the last two minutes and how great that could have been.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I mean, I think if the holding call is not called, does it change everything? Yeah. Does it make it any more exciting? Possibly. Maybe. You know, it could have potentially made that game that much better, though.
0: Yeah, it definitely kind of gave you that, oh, man, really? Well, just
1: because I would have loved to see, like, one more chance of, you know, now it's a fourth down. Yeah. You know? Yeah, fourth down. Now it's a fourth down. Mahomes has got got to pull some magic out. Yep. Yeah, it would have been nice. It would have been
0: fun to see that. But it's totally okay that it it didn't happen that way. So we're good there. Okay, so let's talk about after the game, right? So let's talk about that. Let's cover that real quick. Um, I really love how... um, Kelsey comes up and just starts screaming, you know, when Patrick Mahomes interviewed, nobody thought we can win. Everybody counted us out. And you're like, okay, guy, whatever. You can play the underdog card as much as you want, but it's not like nobody thought you could do it. You just, you know, you got rid of your best wide receiver. He went somewhere else. Yeah. You know, so, and, you know, everybody's like, well, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he's going to be good, and they got a good team. Chiefs are going to be good, yeah. But, you know, so it's not like anybody counted them out, didn't think they can do it. It's just that nobody really was picking them
1: to win. But I think some of that is, I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of people put so much into that Eagles man. The, that Eagles team was, I mean, widely widely considered the best constructed team in all of the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got Jalen Hurts at quarterbacks. They picked up some big offensive line guys. They got A.J. Yeah. Brown at wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, the defense Stacked. was stellar. Yeah, they were widely considered the favorites right out the gate, and then they come out and start. And just, I mean, we're hot to start the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't lose a game until what game ten or something?
0: Yep, they were nine and, nine and zero. So yeah, nine, nine and zero, and they took yeah. their
1: first loss. I mean, it was just a fantastic start of the season. I was like, there's not anybody that's going to be able to stop this Eagles team. Yeah, but so, uh,
0: how often do we have a you know undefeated team lose steam towards the end? You yeah, know? but in, in your defense, absolutely. I mean, they they won they won 9 lost 112 lost 2, lost one, one two, lost one, one two, lost one. And then you know, then the playoffs. they just looked real tough. They looked really tough to yeah. defeat. So yeah, I mean, going into the game, I don't know, I don't think I think the line had the Chiefs minus three, so that would put the the, the Eagles plus three. Yeah, so that's not that huge of a line. That's saying that what they're going to win by a field goal. That's not yeah. really saying much. So I don't know. I think you know you te- you tell yourself whatever you need to you tell yourself to win the game and to to really drive yourself through the postseason. But it kind of just seemed like you're like, oh come on, man. You're the Chiefs, man. You still got Eddie Reed. You still got Patrick Mahomes. You're still on the team.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've got <laughs> you know, the, the best quarterback that's really playing the football game. Right yeah.
0: Now. <laughs> He's literally just cementing that Pence post in his legacy. So, what are we really doing there? But I, I think that's funny. But then, you know, what happened after the game? Let's talk about after the, after the game, the whole back and forth before the parade with what the, the Twitter battle. Yeah. You know, um, I like it to an extent. I but like
1: it. I, I think it's We're not gonna go into too
0: deep into the into the into the actual for those of you who haven't seen it, basically um
1: Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Juju Smith put Smith Houston, right? Schuster. Shoot no, Juju Smith Schuster, Schuster yeah. put on Twitter uh one of those old uh valentine's day like folding things but you fold a tootsie roll behind it or something yeah and it said i will hold you when it counts and made a cute little valentine on it and posted it on twitter right (laughs) and you know which was fine i I enjoy that kind of play you know i enjoy that kind of little back and forth it creates the drama in the league but the problem with that is is that it was definitely not done for that reason it was done for impressions yeah this feels like a football player who's trying to be an influencer on social media and trying just a little too hard in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think he was just... I think he pushed the narrative a little bit, man. I mean, yeah. like, especially because, you know, like we just stated in our, you know, I I, I don't think that call was everything that made the game. Yeah. I mean, it, there were so many plays that led up to that. I think it's funny. I think it's joking. But, I mean, we all know that. That wasn't the play that decided the whole football game.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. It yeah. wasn't. And to, and again, and to that, you know, I mean, when it really comes to TikTok and, and all that stuff... I mean, let's face it, that's, I mean, Gigi can do whatever he wants, but let me talk about something that really bothers me, okay, is Patrick Mahomes' brother, like, through his whole interview, watch watch Patrick Mahomes' interview after the game, his brother's in the back doing multiple takes of different TikTok dances on the field.
1: No way. Yeah. Dude, look. (laughs) I don't think I saw that, actually. All right like I, you know he's
0: probably a nice guy you know i don't know the guy from adam right he's probably a nice guy but i just never and i never can get on the narrative of somebody pr- trying to be famous because their brother is famous or somebody in their family is famous yeah you know your family member is already taking care of you financially for the rest of your life why yeah. don't you, you have nothing kind of, to worry about
1: why don't you just just cruise be in the background yeah be a so, background character
0: so it's just but if yeah if you watch his interview after the game you can see him doing multiple takes while he's on stage in the background trying to do wow, a TikTok I, dance I right on that, the field man. after the Super Bowl, and yeah, it's a little annoying. But you know, for the most part, he's kind of stayed out of the limelight. But now that his brother's won Super Bowl again, he's back in it. I don't even really know his name, but yeah, to me, that's just that's a whole other thing. Tasteless. It is a little bit. It yeah. is a little bit. You know, but you know, I think mean, you know, honestly, that's probably just a generational thing. I really understand. Well, that, what about
1: the AJ Brown comment back? You know, because AJ Brown commented on the Smith Schuster yes Uh, twitter yes and and made the comment like you're just a you're a TikTok boy that was almost out the league
0: until patrick mahomes resurrected your career yeah once again (laughs) congratulations but yeah like you know if you ever do the butt thing whatever you just said before is just negated so again i don't understand this whole like i'm there for it i'm there for the drama i'm there for the excitement but I think that was a little overboard.
1: Yeah, I mean, at some point you just want these players to shut up and play the game. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's okay if they do a little back-to-forth banter and just, you know. Yeah. I'll never be the type of that just say, you know what, you don't have a you know, you shouldn't have a voice. This is your platform. You should do it. Yeah, I want. totally believe but, in
1: giving them a platform, but but I mean, it's to a, talk trash on social media after a game that like you guys didn't you guys didn't demolish these guys. You didn't embarrass them. Yeah, you barely somebody. won. It was a hard-fought football game. You happened to come out on top like be grateful for what you guys just did. Yeah, you won. Show you the other team some respect.
0: Yeah, show the other team some respect. The only reason why you won is because you had more timeouts than the other team did. <laughs> when, it that, you know, so it, when it counted. So when it counted. So yeah, a little bit more respect on that I think would be nice. I think, but again, that's probably just a generational thing. Uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, the NBA. NBA. Okay, so trade like deadline it. came and went, right?
1: I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, kind of seeing some of those teams uh, with, with the revised rosters and, you know, Pulling it up like, oh, he plays for this team now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you
0: were to ask me the starting five for half the playoff teams, I would have to look it up. Yeah. 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 It would definitely be, uh, yeah, it's crazy how much movement was happening. But with that said, let's go ahead and talk about what's coming up this week. Let's talk NBA All-Star Seat. All-Star. What
1: NBA All-Stars. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think right out the gate, it's going to be in beautiful Salt Lake City.
0: Yeah. It's going to be gorgeous. Have you so, seen the new court?
1: I haven't. I, uh, I've seen I've seen it like in the pictures and stuff which it looks super cool. I I think I was expecting a little bit more, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah I agree with you. It, it it's kind of it's kind of uh minimalistic. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely minimalistic, but what I think is what they're going to do is if I don't know if you looked at the article on nba.com, but you can see how they had the court looking all shattered and dried out like uh, like the like salt, salt flats and stuff yeah. like that. I think they're going to be taking a lot to get advantage of a lot of projection on the floor, and they wanted that nice smooth
1: power. I wonder how floor. much of that they can do, like with the players on the court. I don't know how much that really affects, really, with the projection it, on it. I'm, I'm think, curious to see. I'd be too.
0: I mean, it's probably not going to be while they're playing. I think that's going to be more, you know.
1: Oh, I, I got you. I got yeah. maybe like during end of quarters, timeouts, that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, all the normal festivities there. and You know, I don't see them taking advantage of it while they're playing. Um, But I definitely liked the... It was subtle. It's nice. Uh, I definitely think they're going to take advantage of the three rings of the video board, the video boards and the three ring video boards they have uh, there at Vivint Smart Home Arena, I believe is what it's called currently. Yep. Um, But yeah, it's going to look like... It's going to be awesome. Uh, Now, you actually are attending this all-star game this year
1: i am i am i'm uh so yeah we got uh me and one of my friends got the idea pretty much after we watched the game in cleveland last year and Mm -hmm. you know they announced it was going to be in salt lake city this year and uh we got on uh luckily luckily enough i'm in a position that i can i get an opportunity to go and i'm looking forward to it there's there's a ton of events i mean they're friday saturday sunday um I'll definitely be there all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hopefully, record some some cool clips that we can share with everybody on YouTube.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, please feel free to follow us on YouTube. um, And we'll, you know, we'll, uh,
1: we'll. uh... You're gonna want to see this content inside, inside inside the NBA All Star Game.
0: That's right. So definitely check us out on YouTube uh, for that. Um, As far as um, anything that's gonna jump out, who do you think is gonna be the All Star MVP this year?
1: Ooh, All Star MVP. I could see I could see Giannis. Giannis? I could see Giannis doing it. I think, uh, you know, because the last couple of years, Team Giannis has not beaten, or yeah, Team Giannis hasn't beaten Team LeBron yet. Yeah. And, and I could see him, him trying to load it up and then just taking it himself and just going as hard as he can to try to make sure that uh, they beat Team LeBron this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. That, that makes sense. Um, I'm going. I'm going Homer. I think. I think uh, Larry Marketing gets All Star MVP. Ooh, I would love that. Uh, he's. I would love it. But a breakout star this year. Yeah. Uh, he was an afterthought in the trade, and he's balled out to the point where he would have been an All Star starter if it wasn't for the fan vote messing it up, uh, and then he became an All Star starter due to injury. So yeah, uh, he's going to be there for the three point shooting contest here in
1: Utah. We'll take we'll take an All Star starter any way we can get him. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, keep in mind, let history uh, repeat itself. When yeah, the, the All-Star time, game yeah. was here, the Stotton Malone got co cool MVP here. Yeah. So it's just, you know, the way it works. So I'm, I'm going with uh, Larry Markman for the All-Star MVP. Um, yeah, so uh, let's talk about the NBA power rankings. Uh, the top 10 were very interesting. Uh, the You know, uh, we pulled it up from ES- ESPN.com. Uh, everybody that you expect to be there is there, with the exception of one team. Where are the Phoenix Suns? Exactly. They're the third team in the West right now, if we were just looking at it. Um, No, they're the fourth team in the West right now. And I really don't see, I mean, maybe Boston, Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't see them not being in the top ten. Yeah,
1: not being a top ten team. I mean, in in a power rankings where you're looking at a roster, a strength of schedule, a current record. Yeah. But, like, just the roster alone with Kevin Durant added – to, I mean, the already powerhouse roster that has DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, Paul Devin Booker, yeah. and now you've got, I mean, one of the greatest players of our time in Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah. See, the funny thing about that is that's maybe it. Maybe because they literally traded away their depth. They have no depth left on that team. If any one of those, and let's face it, their history, plenty of those are going to go down uh, within the next 20 games and potentially lose some time in the playoffs. Maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe they think they just they just simply don't have the longevity to make it through.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be. I think that'll be interesting. I think that'll be interesting. I, I mean, for some reason, I see Chris Paul staying relatively healthy. I mean, they they utilize him, but he's not. I mean, he's not a player that's not going to be effective. You know, as long as he's on the floor, Chris Paul is going to continue to be effective. Devin Booker's been relatively healthy almost his whole career. He doesn't spend a whole lot of time off the floor. Um, DeAndre Ayton has been has been pretty serviceable. I mean, your biggest concern with, with adding Kevin Durant is that Kevin Durant's serviceable. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Is, is he going to be healthy enough? I'm looking forward
0: to it. It's going to be awesome to watch and see, you know, where this is going to shake out for the rest of the year. I think after the All-Star game, you got 22 games left. All these rosters look so much different than they did before. You're gonna really see teams shake it out, you know, get healthy and and make the make the final stretch. I think it's gonna make for a very dramatic and very, you know, intense remainder of the season.
1: I think I think it's it's gonna be an interesting season because you you have the opportunity to see which team has players that can gel the fastest. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than you know which roster is created around what, who's got the most cohesive like. Who can, who can get it together the fastest and make a run and actually push into the playoffs. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but, yeah, so once again, folks, we appreciate you taking the time to chat with us on this uh, DNA Sports Recap podcast. Appreciate the time. And, uh, yeah, until next time.